You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boy Tom here, and I'm sorry I couldn't make it. I guess I'll leave it to these two to try to fake it. Hopefully this podcast won't unravel while your boy's flying home. We call that time travel. All right, boys, let's see what you got today. Sorry, Tom couldn't be there. I'm on my way home. I'm out. It's your boy D'Angelo here, and we're back. Oh, oh. Oh, that's, uh, that's funny. Oh. It's two times. Uh... Oh. No, 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 you didn't, you didn't hear how I messed that intro up? It's your boy Cinnamon here. There you and go. Back with well, another it's episode. not your job to do that, or the person's job's not here. Yeah, so, see, I was, trying to, I was trying to get something, I was trying to not do something for you to swing it back to that, and look, I see. I, I'm just saying, the first two weeks started off in the new year, shooting off wrong for time. Man, it is unbelievable because it was a lot of stuff shooting off on the first of the year, Gary. And speaking of shooting off, Gary, I got a question for you. All right. Do you celebrate New Year's? And when no, I say celebrate New Year's. We talked about that last week. No, 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 no. When I say celebrate New Year's, like there's nothing about you that I'm not saying that you do like a New Year's resolution, but you don't set like goals or like you don't do like any like financial plan like have any financial goals like anything for the new year like it's just uh another day that rolled by to you you don't like try to do it improve or disapprove or nothing nope so the calendar rolling over just it's just another day but but the thing is like the thing is that i'm I'm different that i think i'm the same way with my birthday when it's my birthday i don't need to be celebrated i was born here okay I don't need my birthday to be like a big deal. It's just another day. Okay, so I the the, the reason why I said that, and, and you didn't know we was going to talk about this, but we're going to talk about it. The reason why I said it is because I don't have New Year's resolutions. Nope. I don't do I don't do stuff like that, but I do have goals. Well, goals where, are resolutions. Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about where I have like, it's not necessarily, you'll see what I'm talking about here in a few minutes. Where I have like, a, well, I'm gonna try to get better at. Like, let's just say that I'm gonna reach out to Gary every day at twelve o'clock. Please don't. Okay, I reach out to you every day at twelve o'clock, <laughs> Gary. You answer the phone, but then you stop answering the phone. Well, after a while, when you stop answering the phone, I stop calling you at twelve o'clock. Maybe I want to work on not stop calling you at twelve o'clock. Just keeping the keeping it going, regardless of what it is you give me. That's not a that's not a resolution. That's just me trying to get better in that area. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to give you an example. So what would you say? Is that a goal? Would that be a goal? Like how would you how would you but I'm talking about things like that in my life where I'm trying to hold myself like, okay, all right, like the new year, I'm not doing any resolutions. Or I still think that's a resolution. What? But you're but but it wouldn't be in the realm of so your resolution would be I wanna have a closer contact with friends. That would be the resolution, but your subset of your resolution is, hey, I'm going to call Gary every day at noon. But that, but with the understanding, same thing if you had it with other people, it'd be because you want, you're trying to stay closer with your friends and stay more in touch. That's your technical resolution, whether you said it or not, but that's but, what you're trying to do. But here's the thing, though, Gary. It's not a resolution unless I tell somebody. 
Well, why can't you just do that regularly without it being January 1st to have to do that? Well, because it's it's kind of like, okay, this is the start of a new year. Like, okay, the new year means something to me, okay? And and, and I'm finding out yeah, that there's it means people... Yeah, you're a year older. It, but I, a year older, <laughs> I, I respect it, I understand it, but what I'm telling you, Gary, is, and what I, I hope you understand is that I didn't know that there was people out here like you, where... January 1st, like, it means absolutely nothing. Like, everybody's celebrating, and you, because I remember you was like, well, where are all these people here? And I'm like, bro, it's the holidays. <laughs> you you here, too, and you just, like, you you don't understand why people do certain things. Correct. I don't understand how January 1st is just another, like, well, I have resolutions then. I, 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 I hate that it, I had to find out this way, Gary. You do. I'm disappointed in myself. But because you've always like, proud your, uh, prided yourself on not having a resolution, and now you know you have resolutions. I don't know. I, we have to poll people out there. I, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, is it a resolution if you just want to sure up some things in your life, but you use January first? To start yes. said things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's resolution. That's not a New Year's resolution. I hate you, kid. I hate you. That's not a New Year's resolution. That's just me. I'm starting at January 15th. And then now it's not a resolution because it's not the first of the year. But, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. If I started it on Christmas, it wouldn't be a Christmas gift. No. You see, but why? So why is it a New Year's resolution if I chose January first? So the date should. So because I chose January first as a resolution. Year. So if I if I would have chose January second, if I'd have chose January second. Honestly, I think uh, which I saw this as. An you see what I'm saying? Like, what yeah. if I started January second? Well, I saw an article where a, a gym said that they were no longer accepting clients for the month of January because they know everybody that joins in January. They always back out. So they say, we'll st start taking new members in February. So maybe you should start, if you want to have a resolution and you don't want to be considered a New Year's resolution, it should start in February, not January. Anything starting in January is a New Year's resolution. Okay. I respect that. I, I respect that. So if I start in February. You're good. Yeah. It's not a New Year's resolution anymore. So, so here's, the th here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. I, and I really want you to understand this because I know you ain't picked this up, but I'm going to let you know. There's a little underlying racism there that I'm gonna let pass because you want to start in February. It's cool though. It's cool because I know you didn't catch that. I know you didn't catch that. I'm gonna let you there, have it why. though. I'm gonna <laughs> let you have that. I'm gonna let you Somebody's have that because I don't right think now. I don't think you would have told anybody else that but me. Start in February. Like I told anybody. Like at, like you just told me. Yeah, because you're the only person. You I'm just told to me to start in February. Told him the same thing. You wouldn't have. You told me. <laughs> And I'm offended. I'm offended. Well, be offended and deal and, with and it. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to be offended until you apologize. That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I stick by what I said. Uh, okay. Let's talk a little football, Gary. Well, before we go, in, obviously it will be football related, but uh, I want to take your take before we talk about any of the games. What's your take on the Bernie Kosar situation? So obviously Bernie Kosar is a – uh, I guess a legend quarterback to the Cleveland Browns back in the days, got him to playoffs, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then uh, 
he is a sports announcer for the Browns team. Like, so he's like on the radio, like he's one of the radio announcers. Well, he placed the first legal bet in Ohio on the Browns to beat the Steelers yesterday and or on Saturday, whatever. And the Browns fired him on Sunday because I guess supposedly NFL personnel is not allowed to bet on any sports events. Now, don't you? No, no. What, what you ain't gonna do is hit us with the supposedly with the fingers and shit. You know exactly what the rules are, Gary. You know for a fact that that man can't gamble as a National Football so, League employee. So damn, damn! What all the rules are. I I agree with what you're about to say. I don't think the NFL should be bigger than the state or federal laws. I don't think that they should be. I, I think that. that I think that if if a player is found not guilty on uh, through the court system, I feel like they should be not guilty as it relates to the league. And if they if they lost any suspended time, they should be paid for that time. Correct. I I honestly, but now in the event that they've been found guilty. It's the same way. Yes. And, and like, I think when it comes to like this betting stuff, like if you can prove they bet against their team, but if you bet for your team, there's no harm in that because you're not affecting the outcome of the game. You're not affecting it to win money. You're trying to I don't win. know that. I don't I don't know that, Gary. I don't know that as a somebody that's watching as a fan, bro. Somebody that's watching as a fan. I can understand both perspectives. Here it is. And both perspectives are this. The fact of the matter is, if I work for the Browns, I'm a bet for the Browns. Correct. So everybody in the Browns organization, if they betting for the Browns, that just makes sense. That's common sense. But here's the problem, Gary. If the Browns are paying New England and everybody that's betting for the Browns is betting for New England, then how do you how do you filter that or how do you change that? Because right now it makes sense because everybody been. But then once you okay it then it turns into something that that wildfire that you can't control. Well, well that's where that's where I said that's where it comes in the fact that if, if if you if it's shown that they were betting against the team, yeah, then you kick them out of the league. They well, never that's, play the thing, again. that's the thing though. I'm gonna kick you out of the league whether you bet. I'm just gonna do it across the board, Gary. Yeah, but they don't and kick I'm just them out of the league. They only suspend for a year. Yeah. I mean that's being kicked out of the league, Gary. Yeah. Unless so the, my the, problem, the same but, head coach is there when he gets even, my issue. My issue is the NFL does not want team teams to bet and all that stuff, but they have almost every team in the NFL has made a contract with a casino to make yeah. money. The yeah. NFL has a, a deal with Caesars. So all of the, the NFL is getting money from gambling, but they don't want you to to gamble for your team. It's the same argument you have with Pete Rose. Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame because he bet on his team to win baseball games. And he's not in the Hall of Fame because of that. That He's the best hitter of all time and arguably one of the, be the best hitter of all time. And he's not in the Hall of Fame because he bet on his team to win. That just blows my mind that that stuff happens. Just like, like We talked about this when Calvin Ridley got suspended. He shouldn't have got suspended a year for a $1,500 bet on the Falcons to win. That's the I, rules, Gary. When did you turn into this person? When did you turn into this person right here, Gary? You used to be no, a rule follower. No, my problem you used is to be a rule follower, Gary. No, my problem is the hypocrisy that the NFL has all these deals with casinos and gambling and all that stuff, but then they don't want you to do it. And I guarantee you, I will bet any amount of money that I that I could that the owners place bets on on sports games. Yes. 
and they're not yeah. going to get they're not going to get in trouble. But they should. They're they're they part of the NFL, right? It, yeah. But that's that's the problem I have. Is there's such a double standard that if Roger Goodell went to bet on a sport event, he wouldn't be fired. He wouldn't be suspended. Roger Goodell couldn't bet on a sporting event, Gary. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be football. It can be any sport. He's an NFL uh, employee. And I guarantee you, if he bet on a baseball game, he he's not would gonna not bet on. He's not gonna bet on the baseball game, Gary. That's the thing. No, he, he wouldn't. You'll never know. You'll never know because he ain't gonna bet, Gary. Why you gonna push this on this man, Gary? Why you acting like this on the podcast? So tonight, it's Gary? because we Bro, all know owners. Why are you acting like this on the podcast? Because I don't. Because it's the hypocrisy of the NFL with that whole aspect. I just don't agree. And again, a radio announcer literally has no effect on a game. Yes, he does. No, by talking about the game? No. You don't know who he know, Gary. Okay, let's just say huh, I'm a radio announcer and I got a great relationship with four or five players on the team. That's enough to knowing one in the quarterback you can affect the team. But to here. win the game, there's a difference. <laughs> if it was to lose the game, you have an argument. But but, but that's the thing the though. Enough? Like right now, it's to win. The, you know what, Gary? <laughs> I was trying to say this conversation to the end of the podcast, but because you brought this up, <laughs> I got to bring up this, and we might not even get to the rest of the podcast because this is going to take so long. I got to tell you a conversation that I had this weekend, Gary, with a, uh, a we played college football together. Uh, he was my linebacker. His name is Tim Goodwill. Uh, and I'm saying it because he was a damn good linebacker. When, he was number he, 41. when did y'all play together? We played together. All He came in. We all came in together. So all oh, four okay. years. Yeah. So he's yeah. probably the guy that I broke the tackle before my first touchdown. Okay. I was just making sure. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I had the right guy. Oh, I, I was just wondering. Stop it, bro. (laughs) Stop it. So, um, and and we're talking about negative effects. That's what we're talking about. And the negative effects to certain things are um, um, uh, the Browns essentially betting for New England, but putting the rule in the place that you can't bet at all covers you from all of that. That's what we're talking about. And that's why I'm telling you this story. And I'm I'm not going to save it for later on the podcast because it fits perfectly Right here. So he comes over and they're having a high school coaches convention. And this is something I never thought about, Gary. And you probably never thought about it either. Um, and he was coming over and I go, well, what's going on, man? You know, you know, what's been going on in life? How did you get in the high school coaching? Because this dude was an absolute animal on the field, Gary. Like, like animal. I For him to be working with kids, I was like, like, what was the change? Like, what did you go through? Because, you know, normally somebody, in order to go through that metamorphosis or that transformation, uh, something like, not necessarily tragic has to happen, but something has to happen in your life to slow you down. So I said, you know, what was it? You know, what what's going on? And he was like, oh, we, we, we talked about that. But this is what got me, man. He was talking about the NIL deals and college football as it relates today. And I go, why did you? Why are you even talking about college football? You're a high school coach. And he goes, people don't understand how it affects high school football, Gary. This is how it affects high school football. And I didn't even know this. It blows my mind to know that this is what's going on from the NIL deals and the transfer portal. 
He told me that high school kids now are telling coaches that if you can't give me X amount of dollars a year, then there's no point in me coming to your, your university, your institution. Mm-hmm. I go, okay, I can understand that one. I can understand that one, Gary. I promise you that I can understand that one. This next one, I cannot understand for the life of me. And hopefully you can help me understand this because he said this out of his mouth. He goes, another thing that people didn't understand, and this is the one that floored me, Gary, because I didn't think about this. He said with the transfer portal and with Prop 48s and with JUCO colleges, less high school kids are getting scholarships because they're just getting them out of the portal. They're getting them from JUCOs. They, they're the scholarships now have shrunk. And I was trying to, I was trying to understand. I was like, so how do you feel the new pond then if you, he was like, because now kids have the ability to perform well at these smaller universities and then get picked up through these big ones. So now what you have to do now is you have to high, these high schools now have to go to any college they can get because the big ones are not offering them anymore. They're just taking them from guys that are already playing now. I didn't I didn't realize that effect was going to be that big in in high school football. And you can see it, Gary, because I, why would I go take a high school kid when I could get a JUCO kid that's already played like one or two years that I don't have to really develop much. I know he's doing or just go get a kid from Memphis that I know that's a baller, offer him one hundred thousand dollars in NIL deal money and give him that scholarship. Why would I go to a high school kid that that has potential? I know this kid can play. So I think the, the biggest problem is I think there's an issue with NIL deal. And uh, I have a solution for both of those issues. Uh, as universities, if you don't want to have to pay these outrageous fees for these kids, you all band together and say, hey, we're not giving you what you want. We'll give you a set amount of what we're going to give for NIL. You either take it and come to our school or don't, or you don't go, or you go to a JUCO or something like that. But all the schools would have to be in agreement of that. And then that way you set a, a, a limit on the amount of NIL. And then that way you're not going to have $8 million to a kid to come play at one school. Then you, you, then you can say, Hey, we're going to give everybody, everybody in the NCAA, you have the opportunity to get a $500,000 NIL deal, no matter what college you go to. $500,000 is a lot of money for a kid coming out of high school to college but that way you eliminate all this. Uh, this school can pay more. This school can pay more. Obviously, you're still going to have the shady stuff going on. But then the whole aspect of the transfer portal, you have to put the limit on. You have to say, hey, you can't transfer six different times at six different schools. Like you can't do that. You can't tra- and then or put back the old rule. If you transfer and your coach did not leave, you have to sit out a year. That will eliminate so That's many of the transfers. That's bullshit, Gary. That's bullshit. I don't think players should be able to transfer. There's one kid that's been to four different schools already in two years. But I have a problem with, man. Coaches can do the same thing. I want the I should be able to either. I want the players to have the same liability or responsibility that the coaches have. So the same stipulation that you're putting on these players, if you don't put them on the coaches, stop talking. I'm so, all for that. I think right. the coaches so, should. I think if the coaches leave a school, they should have to pay back a percentage of the money they got. So it, it will make them stay longer. Or you say you cannot leave a college until after two to three years. You cannot leave. You can't leave after two years. You have to be three years out of college to go take another job at another college. Or you pay back 
50% of what you got paid by that college. That's the only way. So that way the college doesn't lose, but that way it also limits coaches from leaving all the time. And then also you limit, and then you can put that little thing on the transfer portal. Because again, we've had a kid that literally transferred four different schools in two years. Like that's stupid. That should not be allowed. Yeah. Like, like I'm telling, like for me, for example, like if I would have went to college and then I had they transfer somebody in, you know how pissed I would be. Like that that school just like they just. A kid transferred to Louisville at tight end, and I had to now have to compete with this person when I was already a starter. Like, I'm already working right here, and then you're just going to just take this kid's just going to transfer in. That, that that's just disrespectful to all the kids that recruited and went to this school to start. Now, especially like obviously it's competition, yes, but you're still going to do all that stuff. But I just don't think kids should be able to just leave because oh, I'm not starting at my school my freshman year. I'm going to another school. I don't think kids should be able to do that. Because you're you're teaching kids nowadays, hey, if you didn't succeed your first year, just give up, go start somewhere else, and try again. It might work better. Just work hard. You can beat like that's the thing is like when I was recruited, I was a, a no star kid, and I got I started my sophomore year. I, I was the second tight end as a true freshman. Like you just have to work at it, and that's the thing is people don't want to work nowadays. They won't be put in the best situation, and again. With the NIL stuff, you have a lot of prima donnas out there, and I think you're going to see a lot less kids playing in bowl games and all that kind of stuff because of all that stuff. And kids aren't don't care as much about, oh, I don't need to get to the NFL. I already made $27 million in college. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me right now, D, if you had the opportunity right now to come in and you were going to make $30 million in college, you think you would have tried to go to the NFL? I don't think you would have cared at all. You're like, I got $30 million. I don't yeah. care about the NFL. <clears throat> Gary, can you said something that bothered me, and I'm really trying to just, I'm trying to brush it off. I really am, cause I know you didn't mean it the way you mean you meant it. <laughs> I, I know, there ain't no damn way you meant it. How what you just had, what you had just said. Did you just say, Gary? Cause I was trying to process this. You would be pissed if a guy came in because that's 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 disrespectful to the high school kid that you signed that I I'm no so clean like, that I, up for me. No, I'm just so trying to make sure I, I heard if I'm, if I'm if I'm a starter for two years, okay. I'm a, mm-hmm. I, I got recruited, I went there, played two years, started for two years, and then a kid transfers in, and now I gotta compete again with this kid who I've already proven for the last two years I'm a starter. I should still be the starter. But, like, now you're doing – to me, it's just, hey, we don't need you anymore. We'll just get somebody else. Okay, so so this is the problem, Gary. So this is the problem. And I, I'm going to clean this up for you because I think this is what it is. So because of what we've gone through in our lives and when we played football, we were conditioned at, to see it the way that we saw it, Right. Now, Gary, it's different. And these players are different from a standpoint of the NCAA is a business. We've always known that it's been a business. This is now they're treating it like a business, just like the NFL. The NFL is a business. The NCAA is a business as well. The difference is, is one of them has the tag pro on it. The other one has the tag amateur. And you, you put rules on them because of that tag. 
I don't see a tag on it at all. They run as business. They operate as businesses. And because they do that, then you are a subcontractor, which is the football players that are on the football field. I think they deserve all the NIL money that they get. This is the problem that I have with you and what you said. If you cap these players off at $500,000 or a million dollars or $6 million, if I'm a company and I want to come in and I'm already at my cap at $6 million, and there's another company that want to come in and give me $2 million, because you have capped me, you're telling me that I can't make that $2 million and add this new sponsor or add this new um, um, endorsement to my resume because I've already hit my cap number because I'm it doesn't affect I'm, the college money it affects the kids getting the money it does it affects them both no the kids are still get their money no matter what whether in colleges can still get it because if they're doing if they're doing well college is still going to get their sponsors because my thing no, is not, 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 no, 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 you're, not, you're not listening to what I'm saying I'm talking about if you capped off a kid I'm Bryce Young Bryce Young's making like the cap you just said we put a cap on it at 500,000 I did already hit my cap at $500,000 first week I'm on campus. Budweiser come in and Budweiser say, hey, I want to um, sponsor you for X amount of dollars. One, the college is going to be like, nah, you can't have that sponsor. So I got a problem with that because you also have a problem with it because based on what you said, about the NFL and them being able to gamble and do all that other stuff and not allow the players to do it, then they shouldn't allow themselves to be able to do it. So I'm operating under that same intention that you have with the NFL as college. So now I say I want to pay them $2 million. Let's just say, hey, we're okay with it. But I've already capped at $500,000. What is that $2 million going, Gary? Does it go into like a kitty? I do the work and- and then I get the money after I graduate because I'm capped off at five hundred thousand. How do you handle that? That's what I'm asking. Well, you have seventy kids on the team. You're telling me you couldn't just because not every kid would get that five hundred thousand dollar nil if you wanted to do it that way. That it, way you still that, get that. It defeats the purpose of the name, image, and likeness. I can't help it that my name, image, and likeness is a lot more no, popular the problem, than yours. No, but the thing is, it's not even about that. The thing is, it's about stealing recruits now. And you know that's what it is right now. The kids are getting – I wanted to hear you say it. I wanted to hear you say it. I wanted to hear you say it. That's part of it. It's like, it, But it also doesn't transition. Like Texas A&M – It doesn't tra- – it's, no. it, it's the I'm same. Saying, but I'm saying Texas A&M paid the most NIL deals, and they were terrible because it doesn't make your team better. You're, you're just playing for these players, and you don't know how good they're going to be. You're expecting them to be good, but a lot of five stars don't turn out to be great. Like, and, and, that's my, money. and that's my whole point, Gary, and that's Tim's whole point in saying, why would you go to a high school player that may not pan out where you could just go straight to college because they're already there and know that a guy's panned out already? And had this same discussion this weekend, and I think we've had this discussion on the podcast, but it kind of leads me not into this, but it kind of goes hand in hand. We were talking about Deion Sanders as well uh, during the conversation, and he told me, he was like, yes, I think Deion Sanders can win a national championship this year. I laughed at him, and he goes, I I said the same thing. The same look you got, I got too. And he goes, he goes, well, why why couldn't he? He was like, 
you think an old way, bro. You think an old way where you go to a college and once you get to that college, you got to go through recruiting. He was like, no. Nah. He said, if you look at the portal right now, it's a national championship team there. All you got to do is assemble it. So um, is he willing to – I'm, allow, I'm yeah. allowed to place bets? Is he Is he thinking yeah. he's going to bet on this? Because I'll do it. Gary, I, he's speaking facts, though. Okay. He has Again. to. He has to I, the problem is Colorado saying, doesn't have that money. Gary, Gary, listen to what I'm saying. He don't have to have the money. They got prime. I'm telling you right now, if if there are players in in college right now, if you looked at the transfer portal, there is material there to build a national championship team. Again, I will take that bet because I can bet. Do you they don't make it to a BCS Do you agree or do you disagree? I disagree. You're saying that it's not so enough. The only reason, well, the reason why I disagree because you could take all the best talent in the world, they still have to play well together. They can be terrible. Tom Brady did it. Tom Brady didn't have the best players. That's Tom exactly Brady what I'm did saying. It. Tom I'm Brady saying. did it. He did he it with. What do you mean? He had the best tight end to play the game. The best oh, wide no, receiver no, no, at the no, time no. to play best, the game. Best tight end to play the game is Tony Gonzalez. Don't even get that messed up. Come on, it's not even close. It's not even close. Not even close. Okay, Gear. I'm gonna let you. I'm not gonna argue with you That's on just that. Facts. I'm, gonna stick, I'm gonna stick to where we where we were talking about. Wide receiver to play. The, I'm I'm not talking about over. Like I'm talking at the time. You didn't hear that part. I said at the time. No, you said all of all time, but at the time. <laughs> at the time. Can can we? Can we say at the time, Antonio Brown, wide receiver. He had uh, Mike Evans, uh, who was already there. He had Gronk. Mike Evans is even a top 10 uh, wide receiver. He had Leonard Fournette. Not even a top 10, 15 running back. At the time. At the time, still not. Playoff, Lenny? No. Okay. But that's, that's right. what I'm saying. But like you saw with Texas, right. Texas A&M paid all these NIL deals for these great five-star players, and they were trash. That's my that's I that know, was his high like, school whole point. Like, we don't know how players will work out when they transfer, but like if you bring in a whole new team, they still have Gary, to mold together and actually play together. Gary, Gary I'm gonna tell you something, and you could be as mad at me. As you want to. I want that okay. money that Colorado doesn't make. I, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what they have essentially done, and you tell me if this is a true or false college analogy. free agency. Nope. Now, oh, it's college free agency for sure. But I'm talking about the analogy that I'm going to give. Do you remember the Carolina Panthers expansion team that made the playoffs? Yeah. How? Luck. How? Luck. But you gonna sit here and tell me that you can't? What they do the following year? But you go no. No, 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 Gary. You gonna tell me? You gonna tell me right now? You gonna tell me right now? Deion Sanders can't go into the portal and build a national championship team. There you go. But you can build. Did they make the Super Bowl? That's the equivalent of national championship. Hey, making the playoffs in his first year is the same thing. No. Yes, it is. No, if That's, you say Dion making the college playoffs, yes, but he's not making the college playoffs. And they're even even if they had eight teams, he's not making the he's not making a BCS bowl game his first year. Gary, 
What are you talking about? This man has built. He has went to the portal, bro, and he has absolutely lived and thrived there. Not only that, Gary. How many wins are they getting this year? Just listen, Gary. It, it, It has... It has nothing to do with how many wins. I'm just telling you the conversation that Tim and I had. And because of the conversation that Tim and I had, he's gave me enough courage and enough confidence to come over here and speak this into somewhat of an existence in saying that, yes, you can build a national championship team from the portal, and here's why. And all the examples of why – High school players are not getting scholarships led me to believe that he actually knows what he's talking about. If I can go get a player like Sauce Garner, go get a player that that's in um, that's killing it in Juco gear, absolutely crushing it in Juco and bring him up and give him the scholarship that I was going to give a kid. That's a five star that, like you said, Texas A&M. Gave all that NIL deal money to players that had promising futures that didn't pan out. But if I can almost guarantee that, Gary, like if I can have a, if you got a, just listen to me, Gary, you got a baby calf. You got a baby calf. You don't know how big this calf going to get. You don't know how much it's going to eat. You don't know how much it's going to, all those variables are at play when you go to high school. But now you get a full grown Bull, Gary, you know exactly what the hell you're going to get. All I'm saying is, is the man got conversation, and because he got conversation and he made legitimate points, those points are enough confidence to give me to say that it is possible to build. There is championship material in the transfer portal. I don't know if he's going to be able to put it together in the first year, but I'm damn sure telling you right now, BCS bowl game or bust. Because he has that much potential in the pride, in the prime, in the brand, and in his recruiting. He is John Calipari, bro, in form. He John knows Calipari how to recruit. Fired. He, I, I'm talking about when John first got to Memphis, bro, we had the number one recruiting class in the country. We went out. He balled out. And he picked him up from various parts. He built. I think Deion Sanders has that potential. Yes, Gary. I'll take that bet. Somebody's been uh, working at the farm a lot lately with that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, no, but, but you get what I'm saying, though. No, you get what I'm saying? I, I have no problem with the JUCO, all that kind of stuff, because that's what you should do. I don't think teams should be able to poach players from other teams because that is, that's like free agency. I don't think that should be a thing. I have no problem with JUCOs, all that, because that's what JUCOs are there for. Some kids aren't going to get, don't have the grades to get into a, a four-year university, they have to go to JUCO, get their grades up. They can still play and improve this up and go to a big school. But I don't think you should be able to recruit from other schools. I just don't think that's the right thing to do for college football. I, I like I, I don't think – and just like I don't think coaches should be able to leave a college team with no questions asked. I don't think that should happen either. Gary, I was I was leaving the Memphis game, man. Um, uh, and I'm not going to tell you what team we were playing, but I was leaving the Memphis game. And as I'm leaving the Memphis game, I mean, uh, a father, I'm me telling <laughs> if you. If you're not going to say the team, that means you know they lost. <laughs> so the the father of one of the players came up to me after the game, and he was like, "Hey, man, you know anybody at Memphis, man? You know my son's had a really good year, and he's looking to transfer." And I go, uh, "I don't know if you can and." As I was saying that, I was thinking like, oh, this is a different landscape. 
this is not how when I was going to college, like you couldn't talk about it. And I was like, yeah, man, you know, I can put a good word in for him. He was like, yeah, I can, I got highlight tape for him because he getting up out of there, man, because everybody getting paid but us. And I go, all right, man, you know, I, I, I'll talk to somebody. And I got in the car and I'll never forget the feeling because I'm just like, dang, bro, like it's really like. It's really like that out here. It's, it's to me, it just embroils the entitlement era that we have see nowadays in, in society. Not even, I'm not talking about college. I'm just talking about entitlement that our society has. That hey, I should be paid for. I should be entitled to this <laughs> amount of money or this something for doing this amount of work for the least amount of work as possible. Like I think that's what that's all it breeds. Because again, we know most of these kids aren't going to play professional football, so they're they're being taught right now. Hey, get. You need to ask for this, do get all this stuff. If you don't get your way, you go do something else, all that kind of stuff, and entitlement instead of working at it. And I think it's just it breeds that into the kids nowadays. And then you're gonna see that as fans. Fans are gonna see that aren't playing it. And then that's where we get that stigma it's like, oh, players are divas or they're super entitled, all that kind of stuff, because of what they see as well. Like, and you know how that's how fans are with their team. If you transfer from their team, go to another team. Oh, that prima donna, all that kind of stuff. He wanted more money. That's how it all works, and it all gets bred because of this type Gary, of situation. Gary, that'll never stop. That's in every business. Well, I agree. Business. It's never going to stop, but I'm saying it's in every business angel. structure. It's in every business structure, man. Employees right now at companies are pissed off at executives right now because of some of the rules that they put in. Uh, like right now, you pissed off that the NFL won't allow them to gamble in places that's illegal. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't care that they don't. I think it's a hypocrisy that they're taking money from casinos at the same time. It's a double standard. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I, I hate that's, that you won't just let me point that one yeah, side no, out. You always break it. I don't, I don't think players gamble anyways. But I don't. It's whatever. It's, it's their life. Long as it's not affecting the game, but they shouldn't be taking money from it and then have that rule. I just. It's, to me, it doesn't. It just hey, we take money, but sorry, you can't do nothing with that. I just disagree with that. And they can constitute, like literally, they constitute fantasy football. If you got caught playing fantasy football for money with your friends, you can get suspended from the league. That's stupid. All right. I mean, I respect it. I, you know, I don't. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's go into this. Uh, the games from last week. Ooh, here we go, gear. Here we go. Uh, let's just. I wanna. <laughs> I actually would like to get your predictions from the uh, who you think is gonna win the playoff games. So uh, I'll go AFC. You go NFC, Gary. All right. Uh, I'm pulling the bracket right now. All right, okay. I got it up. So just. You're going AFC. I'm. I'm gonna go AFC. All the way I, to the all all the way to the Super Bowl, and then we're gonna switch. You're gonna do NFC. I'm gonna do AFC afterwards. Okay. Okay. All right. So. Buffalo's going to beat Miami. Okay. I have Seattle's going to lose to San Fran. you damn right. you damn <laughs> right. you 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 right. I got – the Cincinnati-Baltimore game is going to be tough. Like, is – It depends is if Lamar's is Lamar, playing. Yeah, is Lamar playing? They haven't said. They but here's say. the thing, though. Huntley hadn't did bad, it's but not he's Lamar. not Lamar. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I Like, can you imagine this, bro? And and, and 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 we can we can sit right here just for like a couple of minutes. When then we'll just hit the other games. I I don't want you got San Francisco beating Seattle. I don't want people to forget that. But 
as we sit here and we talk about Lamar and they talk about he's not a good quarterback, he's not this, he's not that, he doesn't deserve the money that he's about to get or he's trying to get. But the system that they put in place in Baltimore is for him. That's where he thrives at. There's nobody else that can run that system. Yes, you are right in what you're saying, but you're also wrong because the system that you created in Baltimore does not run and operate the way that it's supposed to without him in that system. So they put themselves in a situation very similar to Memphis right now and Penny Hardaway uh, and when we hired him as the head coach at Memphis. It's just you put yourself in a corner and you can't get out of it and you'll never be able to get out of it. So I I think Lamar is worth the money that you're going to pay him if you want to continue to run the offense. Well, I think he's be, shown, yeah. he's shown that he can win games for y'all. He's got y'all to playoffs. He's got y'all to the championship. He made it to the Super Bowl. I made. I think he made it to the Super Bowl one year, didn't he? I could be wrong. No, nah, he, he didn't. He was close. They now they balled they out. He was an MVP or like close to being the MVP. Yeah. But the, the 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 thing that gets me though is Gary. And and it has gotten me for a very long time, man. Outside of you know the Tom Brady's and the, the Drew Breeses and and the, and the quarterbacks like that, it's been very rare that we've seen the 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 what is his name? I can, it just escaped me as I was thinking of it. Uh, the Trent Dilfers, where it's a defense that lead the team on the victory in the Super Bowl. Meaning like the quarterback name wasn't big, but the defense was big, very similar to the, the L.A. Rams. Like Stafford, they can say he played masterfully and wonderfully, but we all know that that defense drug his ass and that offense up and down that damn field to win that football game. There was more stars on defense than it was on offense. It's very rare that you, you, get, you win Super Bowls like that. Denver Broncos, we're going back to Peyton Manning his last year. Uh, the defense is what won that whole year. Carolina Panthers defense. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. My question to you, this is a very similar question to the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick question. Is Lamar Jackson just that good or Baltimore is really doing something special on defense because they're known for their defense. Is Lamar really winning games or is he playing just good enough to get us? That, that's the question I want to ask you because that's the question they got to ask themselves so, when they pay him this money. In all honesty, yes, usually Baltimore is better on defense, but they have not been good the last few years on defense. Baltimore's defense has really went down the last few years. They've had a lot of injuries. They, every year they don't have their full their full defense. So I think a lot of that gets played into it. And so I think Lamar is that good in that system to win you games. That's the thing right. is like – and if, if Baltimore it, doesn't want to sign but, him, if Baltimore but, doesn't want to sign him, they have to start completely over on offense. Their defense can't win them games right now because their defense is not that good right now. They have to revamp their whole defense because you got to think they lost you mean they're not good right now, Gary? They're still top ten in the league. No, 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 not this year because you got to think they lost Calais Campbell. Yeah, they lost uh, Marcus Peters has been hurt most of the year. They they traded for Roquan Smith because they had no linebackers, and okay. then he's a free agent as well. So that we got to see what they're going to do with him. They got to try and sign him. Now, if they can okay. re-sign him, they can re And then, like, they, they don't have Suggs anymore. They don't have that elite pass rushers anymore either. So, like, their defense is not the same defense it used to be. 
And I think they just get by, but the offense is able to maintain the ball, eat the clock and all that kind of stuff and still score points. And you got to think a lot of that hero of that team is Justin Tucker because he doesn't miss field goals either. So like, I think they just eat the clock and then wear you down and then Lamar can just break one big one and that's all it takes. And then Baltimore just keeps you around that 20, 21 points given up and they can still win because they can score 24. I think that's the thing. You're not seeing Baltimore holding teams to seven and 10 like they used to. That's just not happening right now. So so with that being said, I'm going to ask this question and we can move on because it's going to probably start a whole other conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm Baltimore Ravens. I release Lamar Jackson into free agency. What is he worth? And am I revamping my entire offense if I take him in? So this may not be a popular opinion by a certain <laughs> team, but uh, if I'm the Chicago Bears, I'll go sign him. Not give him a guaranteed, but he's going to get a lot of money for the Chicago Bears because they're already trying to run that system with Justin Fields, and Lamar Jackson is much better than Justin Fields. And then you trade Justin Fields for something else. To me, that's the route you go. So that way you can uh, – that's the way we'll, for Lamar. Now, Chicago's not – Chicago's – they're revamping everything. So, like, maybe right. Lamar probably wouldn't want to go there. Like, a team that's good where he could go, maybe the Giants and replace Daniel Jones. Because, again, they, Daniel Jones runs the ball more Dude, than you. what the hell are you talking about, dude? There's no way he fits into that offensive system. He runs the ball more. He runs. How many yeah, times do you think Daniel Jones ran the ball? No, not the same system, but they can revamp it a little bit because they don't throw the ball a ton. A lot of it's predicated around Saquon Barkley. So okay. you can predicate okay. it around Saquon and Lamar, and you still have a little bit of throwing mixed in. They don't have to change it a ton because it's right. built around their running back. So you're telling me there is a market for Lamar Jackson out there? I think it's a limited, but not. Uh, it's not bare. Like it's not empty, but there's a limited. I think there's only probably four to six teams that he could go play for because of this style of play. Okay. So one team sound- he would never go to. San Fran. They don't like scrambling. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. <laughs> they, they don't like scrambling quarterbacks. That's why I don't think Trey Lance. You want to go back and finish these real quick? Okay. San Fran ran after when you get to the NFC. Okay. So. so got Cincy let Baltimore. Me, let me. I got to go back to my. I just lost it, Gary. Let me pull you it got back Buffalo there. over Miami. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I got uh, I got. So if Lamar Jackson plays, if if Lamar Jackson plays, I like Baltimore over Cincinnati. If Lamar Jackson does not play, it's it's a it's a coin flip on who has the ball last because you don't know what Joe Burrow's you're gonna get. You don't know what offense you're gonna get over there. You don't know if the defense gonna show up. If you you know what? I'm going to go with Baltimore, period. You know what? I'll go Baltimore over Cincinnati. So I got Buffalo and Baltimore moving on. Okay. I got Minnesota over the Giants. I can see that. I can see that. I can All see right. that. So well, you got Chargers, Jacksonville. Okay. So did you see that Jacksonville game, man? Did you see that last, them getting into the playoffs? Yes. Like, I had. I know you're a Jacksonville fan, low-key. I'm not a Jacksonville fan, but okay. What? You used I, to be a Jacksonville fan, no, Gary. I, grew, I told you this. I grew up a Panther fan when they both came in because both my parents were Jaguar fans, and I went against what my parents liked. Okay, 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 yeah. So, bro, I've never seen 
I, I take that back. I, I, I take that back. I've, I've seen it in real life when Fast Freddie was there. Um, he was an amazing running back. But I'm the energy in that place, Gear. I was like, damn, this Jacksonville. Is it Trevor Lawrence? Is it? First time in the playoffs since like 17, I believe. Right. So is it like what is it over there now? Now I think that's what it their was. Def- their defense, they should have won it when they had all the players there that they had, Ramsey and all of them. They should have won it. But because of their quarterback play and brawls, and I mean, uh, what was it, brawls? That was that his uh, name? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Something boils. Something. Yeah, you're right. We know who it is. Yes. Horrible quarterback. That's what ended up costing them because they was Blake really Bortles. Good. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. That's who it was. I look trauma. That's why we can't remember. We trying to block it out. <laughs> but um, who who is it over there, Gary? Who is it over there in Jacksonville? Like, why are they winning football? I think, I think it, they are excited because Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be the guy, and he's played better towards the end of the year. I think that's a lot of it. Why it's grown. Why the popularity has grown, um, and. I think a lot of people really like Josh Allen off the edge too on their defense. Their defense has played well recently. This year they've actually played really good. And I think that's part of it as well that it hasn't hurt the team as much. And Trevor Lawrence is starting to step up. I think that's where all the everybody's excited because of that. I I I, I respect it. I don't. This is what I can't comprehend. Hubert, he's supposed to be the Messiah. Herbert. He was Herbert. He was supposed yeah. to be the next Drew Brees. He was supposed to be the next this. He's been supposed to be the next that. Gary, I can't. He ain't even top five. No, he ain't not. top five. Not yet. No. What's What's going on with your guy? Uh, he's just not playing as good right now. Oh, that's all you want to say on that. Well, no, okay. I'm saying like I, I think the problem is like their defense has been playing terrible. Like Darwin James can't stay healthy, which he's one of the best safeties in the league. He can't stay healthy. He's always hurting right now. And then Mike Williams missed most of the season. He got hurt in the last game. He probably won't be playing in the playoffs. Hurt his back. So and then Keenan Allen missed most of the year. So he's Keenan Allen's back now, but he hasn't been the Keenan Allen of old. So everything's been relying on Austin Eckler and like Joshua Palmer and these and Deion Carter, receivers that haven't had that <laughs> It's hard when it's which we'll talk later. I'm sure you'll bring it up. Uh there's when you don't have the established receivers, it makes things a little tougher. Not okay. especially for a young guy. For a young guy, it does. Okay. Like when Jacksonville, you have Marvin Jones, who's doing great. Zay Zay Jones. Both those are stepping up and doing great things, and they've been in the league for a while. And they haven't okay. been hurt, they haven't missed time, so that's helped Lawrence a lot. I I love it because the the Chargers had a better year than Jacksonville, but yet they still got to travel to Jacksonville because of the way that the system is set up. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Jacksonville, man, because I I, I like the Eastern Conference time zone. You you having the 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 Chargers travel all the way from the West Coast to the East Coast. Um, they're playing in Jacksonville, hostile environment. It's gonna be hot as hell. Oh yeah, I I, I like Jacksonville. I like Jacksonville by three in the close one. And then the Tampa Dallas game. I got my first upset. I got or not upset. I got Tampa beating Dallas. I think it is an upset, but the four seed over the five seed in Tampa over Dallas. I just I've learned my lesson. It's hard to bet against Tom Brady. 
So That's I'm, what you're going with. I'm going with Tom Brady in Tampa over Dallas. Really? As bad as Tampa been playing here lately, you gonna take Tampa over Dallas? I know Dallas. But did you see Dallas play against Washington? I I did see them play against Washington. So but, I saw. I didn't watch the game. I saw the score, and I had to ask my buddies. I'm like, did Dallas sit their starters? They're like, no. I'm like, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they. That's what happened. That's right, that's what so happened. It have, was they were already in the playoffs. They were already in the playoffs. So that game wouldn't have mattered because right. the teams that had already that they was playing to get the number one seed was winning and they was winning out and that already won. So then let's go to the next round. Um, okay, so we got we got Baltimore versus Kansas City, and then we got Jacksonville versus Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So who um, you got? Kansas City over Baltimore. And I got Buffalo over Kansas City. Okay. I mean, uh, I mean Buffalo over Jacksonville. And then I have San. I have Tampa versus Philly, and then we have San Fran versus Minnesota. I have San Fran beating Minnesota. NFC Championship, baby. And then, God, again, I want to pick Tampa on this one because I don't think Philly looked good their last game. Tom Brady hadn't looked good either. So that's I'm, what I'm saying. Like none you know, of them I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna go Philly on this one. I'm Ooh. betting against Brady on that one. Ooh. Okay. All right. Okay. So you got Kansas City and Buffalo. Buffalo. And I, I got San Fran. And I'm gonna tell Philly. I'm gonna tell you why Buffalo over Kansas City in the Super Bowl. All the, you mean the championship. I'm in the championship going into the Super Bowl. The, the the reason why I'm taking them because I it's it's very reminiscent, man, of and and I hate to bring up you know awful events that happened to compare to awful events that happened, but this is very eerie to New Orleans when they came out after the Katrina, Katrina, and what that you you could feel it the two return touchdowns that they had you just like dude what the hell. And I don't I, I've I've never been on a team that experienced anything like that. So I don't know like what galvanized that. Like because you know what I'm saying? We, we know that everybody's body is beat up the same. We know that everybody feels the same, but is it more of a mental presence or is, or is it more of getting the energy from the crowd that's I, I don't know what it is, but I'm taking Buffalo to make it all the way because I think that's that was just the the resurgence that they need, no pun intended. All right. So then I had San Fran over Philly to go to the Super Bowl. So now we'll go to the other side. You got AFC, I got AFC. Okay. Oh. I'll oh. start off first. I'll go I, with uh hold, hold on. Okay, go. I got the Chargers beating Jacksonville. What? I have the Chargers beating Jacksonville. Again, I said at the beginning of the year they were my dark horse to make it to the Super Bowl. I can't not pick them in the first round. Uh, I think Jacksonville's been playing a lot better, but again, I think Herbert is that dude. I think he will be, and I think Eckler's going to. I think it just. I think you're going to see a better game from Chargers. I think Derwin James plays, which does affect the game, and I don't think the Chargers are anywhere near as bad as Tennessee was because Tennessee was terrible and Tennessee could have won that game with a third-string quarterback. 
and they lost because they fumbled the ball and gave up yeah, a touchdown. Yeah. Jacksonville yeah. couldn't move the ball in Tennessee, and Tennessee's not a good defense. So I'm picking the Chargers. Okay. I like the Chargers. All right. So I'm going to go San Francisco over Seattle. That's an easy one. All right. But you know what I love about the San Francisco and Seattle, man? That that matchup. You remember Richard Sherman and mm-hmm. – uh, yeah. them both. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it's 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 uh, it's always good to see that battle because it's one of those battles that's gonna now be like one of one of those legendary playoff games that you see, especially you know, with Geno Smith and Brock Purdy. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. I'm going Seattle. I mean, not Seattle, San Francisco over Seattle uh, because um, we're pretty we're pretty darn good. <laughs> All right. Well, I will go Cincy over Baltimore. And I think even if Lamar plays, I still got Cincy over Baltimore. Okay. I'm going New York Giants over Minnesota because I just – I don't like their quarterback here. <laughs> I won't even say his name. I don't like him. Like I, I Throw for 500 yards, turn around, and throw for 100 the next week. <laughs> he's so inconsistent, bro. Like, but you know how many quarterbacks like that are in the National Football League? There's a lot. Well, so the problem is they win the close games. But but the thing is, I think the interesting message of the Giants win close games too. So it will be a very interesting game to see. But I think if you I don't get, think I don't think Minnesota is good as we think against the run. And the the Giants are going to come out and they're going to run the ball and they're going to run the ball for a very long time. So. What, I think it's inter- I think we could see a high scoring game because I think yeah. Minnesota I don't think the Giants can stop Justin Jefferson, Thielen, no. uh Irv Smith. I don't think he, they can stop and them. They can't, they can't stop, stop the run. run game either. Yeah, so it's going- I don't think Minnesota can stop the run and I think the last two games Daniel Jones showed he could throw the rock by throwing for 350 the last two games and then they still have Saquon Barkley back there. So I think you might see a high scoring game. I think that might be the most entertaining game uh, of the of the matchups, other than maybe Dallas Tampa could be very entertaining as well. But I think that might be the most entertaining game of the of the wild cards. So I like San Francisco over Seattle. I like the Giants over Minnesota. I and he's gonna do it. He's gonna pick his favorite team. <laughs> it pains him to do it, but he's going to. By that face, everybody can tell he's picking Dallas. He doesn't want to pick Brady, but he thinks Dallas is going to definitely win. He just can't pick Brady over Dallas right now. So he's going to pick Dallas. I'll say it for him so he doesn't have to. So I'm going to tell you why, and I'm not going to tell you who I'm picking. And I'm just going to tell you why, and then because they're getting put out in the second round anyway. I, I have to pick them, and this is – they played so bad, Gary, last week. Yes, they that did. They can't play any worse. They can't play any worse, bro. They can't play any worse. I'm talking about absolutely all four wheels coming the hell off the car, Gary. You can't get any worse. And because of all the flack that they're going to take this week going into it, they're going to be pissed, Gary. That's the only reason why – I'm picking them, but go ahead. All right, and then uh, my last matchup, Buffalo-Miami. I'm picking Buffalo. If I think if Tua was healthy and Tyreek Hill was healthy, 
it'd be a closer matchup, but I think Buffalo's going to win that one. Okay. All right. So, so I picked uh, San Francisco over Seattle. I picked the Giants. The Giants. So it'd be Giants versus Philly, and you have San Fran versus Dallas. I met that game, Gary. <laughs> I, I, I met that game. I, I, I'm at that game, and I'm, I'm not only am I at that game, I have tried to convince you to go to the game, too, and you're like, nah, uh-uh, it's going to be cold, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's you actually not. won't be at that game because you have a prior engagement that weekend. <laughs> you won't even get to watch the game because you have a prior engagement that weekend. <laughs> Oh, God, that, the realization right now, if people aren't watching, the realization of D'Angelo realizing that he has prior plans the weekend of the divisional round, and if it's San Fran versus Dallas, he won't even get to watch the game. Oh, <laughs> he'll have to, listen, he'll have to look at the score later. <laughs> hey, man, I'm done Love with this it. podcast, man. I'm done, man. No, we got to finish. We got to finish. Uh, so... You had San Fran over, I'm sure, right? Yes, San Fran. We I got we got Giants Philly. I like the Giants. And and the only Giants. reason why I like the Giants is because coming off of a first round by Gary, not every team play well. And if you look at Philly's history, I'm not so sure they play well coming out of a first round by whether it's a and I'm not talking about first round by in the playoffs. I'm just talking about by just in general even when they have a bye during the regular season. I don't think they play well coming off that bye. The Giants are reeling from, you know, their 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 victory to over Minnesota. So they come in, they kick um um uh Philly's ass uh in the division around, which is also in their division. Yeah. So there's hatred there. That's why that one's such a spicy matchup. I actually would love to see that. I know Hertz is still nursing an injury. He may he may be 100% by then because they have to buy. Who yeah. knows? Gary, I'm telling you right now. Ain't no way in hell that they show up after that buy without Hertz underneath center. No, I'm saying he's going to play, but I'm saying is he going to be 100% is the question. Dude, I, I this is the first time that I've seen in history, in history, Gary, in history, where the backup quarterback solidified the starting quarterback's MVP. No, we already talked about that last week. No, I disagree. What? Okay. So on my side, I I might have two upsets for you. I have Cincy over Buffalo, and I have the Chargers over Kansas City. I have Cincy over Buffalo oh, yeah. because I think Cincy – I think – since he just is – they proved it last year. They can play in the big games. They won the games that were big this year. I think since he's going to beat Buffalo in that one. Um, and then uh, the Chargers, Kansas City, upset I have. I think the Chargers win it because both times they played this year, it's been really good games, been shootouts. And um, I think the Chargers get over the hump. I think they get over the hump, and I think they beat Kansas City – and they go to the championship against Cincy. The only team that can beat Kansas City is Buffalo. I think, well, Cincy's already beaten them this year, too. So. Okay. All right. I'm telling you right now, that's the only right. team that can well, beat them. Well, you have 
San you Francisco going San to the Fran- Super Bowl against San Buffalo. Francisco. Yep. So who do you have winning in that game? That's a tough one, man. I, I I'm hoping. I, I'm hoping by that time, um, if we have Garoppolo back, Gary, we win that hands down. If we don't have him back, we're gonna lose in the Super Bowl. And the reason is, is because Buffalo schematically is a defensive team. And we going in with a backup quarterback and Purdy, and I understand that he's learning kind of on the fly. He's giving us – I'm going to tell you what he's giving us right now, and I'm hoping he can continue giving us. He's giving us some Nick Foles-like moments right now, and if he can continue to keep them up, then I wouldn't be totally against him coming out starting in the Super Bowl if he's giving us Nick Foles-like but then he has the potential to show us, like, damn, Purdy, why you make that damn throw? Why you throw that? Damn. And then you remember, like, oh, he's not as polished as you would like him to be because he's still young. So I have Cincy beating the Chargers and Cincy going to back-to-back Super Bowls against San Fran, and I have Cincy winning it all. I have Gary. put your trust in Joe Burrow to win it all. Gary. Now, I, I, I can understand why you could say that because, you know, since he's been pretty good, since Joe Burrow's been there. I mean, I respect well, And I think San Francisco I, I, I respect has probably, honestly, San Francisco Look, probably has the best defense. I'm, I'm not, I'm playoffs. not, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the NFC side at all. I'm talking about oh. purely AFC. Just listen to me, Gary, because you, 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 you obviously – didn't listen to me when I was talking earlier, so I'm going to have to repeat myself. And I don't really like repeating myself, but you're going to make me do this. There's nobody on that side that's going to be Buffalo with what they got going on. Did you not hear us when we kicked this podcast off earlier when we said, and it wasn't earlier, it was actually less than five minutes ago, but I'm only saying that because you obviously forgot <laughs> that they had two kickoff returns. The opening kickoff went for six, Gary. They hadn't had a damn special teams kickoff return in years, Gary, since Moby Dick was a minnow. That was the last time they had a kickoff. Like they analogy. had two. They had two. Again, they had I, two, I, I stick by Cincinnati out of the AFC to the Super Bowl. Okay. Cincinnati I'm, beats Buffalo round two. Bro, that energy that they have in Buffalo right now is insane. That's all I'm saying. And at this point in time right now, you want to be peaking, playing your best football, being the best football team, and just everything that's surrounding them right now, like, and that's a lot of pressure too. Now that I think about it, that's a lot of pressure. I just hope that they don't burst, and I think that they'll have what it takes to get it done, Gary. So I'm sticking with them on that the AFC side. So just for clarification before we wrap this thing up, D'Angelo, hold on, I'm gonna gonna give everybody. D'Angelo has Buffalo winning if Brock Purdy starts over San Fran. If Jimmy Garoppolo plays San Fran over Buffalo in the Super Bowl, I have Cincy over San Fran in the Super Bowl. We both have San Fran in the Super Bowl. Yes, I. It was great. It was a great. Great podcast. No, 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 We're already wasting late, sir. No, We just went through the AFC and the NFC playoff picture. Did you notice anything? Yeah, San Fran was pretty good. 
We both had San Fran in the Super Bowl. There was no Green Bay Packers in Aaron Rodgers. All I'm saying here is. Is Aaron Rodgers done? Is he retiring? I don't give a damn if he come back and play again. I'm going to tell you who he is. He's Brett Favre. He's Brett Favre to me. He's Brett Favre to me, Gary. And I'm going to tell you why he's Brett Favre to me. He's going to go to another team. And his first year, Minnesota, Brett Favre, is going to be outstanding, crazy, ridiculous. He's going to make another. And then after that, he's going to fall the fuck off the place, the planet of the earth. How crazy would it be if he went to the Minnesota? Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> and follow the same path. Yeah, that, that would be hilarious. It would be hilarious. I I don't want to see it because uh, Brett Favre was very successful in Minnesota. That they would they were twelve and four that year. Just we imagine, beat them. So imagine if you gave Aaron Rodgers Justin Jefferson like he had with Devontae Adams. God, Gary, there's no Green Bay Packers in the playoffs. When we first started this conversation on this podcast, what did you say? Time said that Carolina was going to make it. We knew that wasn't going to happen. We knew Pittsburgh wasn't going to make it. We did not know that because I said Pittsburgh was going to make it, and they did the same thing. Thing that Green Bay did. They did not. We won that game. But Green Bay did not. We did. You're right. You're you're right because um, uh, who else? Who ended up winning that game? Uh, The Tennessee Titans ends up losing. The the Seahawks. Yeah. Not the Seahawks. No, it was um where was the seven seed? Miami. Yeah. Miami won in the last second field goal. Yeah. That's who it was. But anyway, there's no there's no Aaron Rodgers, there's no Green yeah. Bay Packers. I was wrong. What, what? I thought they were gonna make the playoffs. Did you watch the game though? I did not watch the game. Because I, I knew that they were gonna lose. There was, like and obviously, yeah. His young receivers think that. And the way that he went out, though, Gary, he threw the pick. He threw the pick. It was no, his fault. But he it was his fault. It. But I will say, he got hit as he was throwing it. But did you see the pass that was – the thing is, like, if you watch him, he still puts the ball where it needs to go every time perfect, and the receivers drop the ball so much. Like, did you not – if you watch one of the plays, Romeo Dobbs running down the sideline, literally defender right on his shoulder, he puts it right – on his hand, and he just drops it. And it'll be like a 40 yard catch driving down to go up by 10. But it doesn't happen, and they end up losing. I, I also I think a lot of it is that I don't think they relied on the run enough in Green Bay that game. Because I don't, I think the Detroit doesn't have a great run defense and they didn't run the ball enough. But yeah, I agree. I lost that one. I thought Green Bay was going to be in the playoffs. I think. The question is, does Aaron Rodgers retire with the way he left? So, no cops. So, so, so listen to what you just said, Gary. Listen to what you just said. Listen to what you – and I'm going to end this podcast because you are disgusting. Not only are you disgusting, bro, you disgust me. And not only do you disgust me, you remind me of time when he talked about LeBron James. Everything you I just said – I don't think he's the best. Everything you just said, Gary, had nothing to do with it being Aaron Rodgers' fault. None of that. It wasn't his. Not, 
He threw an interception when he got hit by a, a blitz. I, thank y'all for joining us today on the Cinnamon and Sugar podcast. We thank y'all so much. We we found out that Gary is obsessed with Aaron Rodgers. No, he's not. He talks best. about Aaron Rodgers like time talks no. about LeBron James. We have finally found your athlete, Gary. No. Congratulations, man. How does it feel to know that you have identified? I don't think he is the best. <laughs> Unbelievable, Gary. You I, just, I don't think he's as bad as you say. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, you know, we don't want to hear maybe we'll get time on next week. Probably not, but yeah. time doesn't like to show up <laughs> on time. Ever. <laughs> we out. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 